What's up, Earth citizens? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. In this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Rausch interviews McKenna Haas, a 3 plus 1 student from British Columbia who's studying advertising and integrated communications. They talk about how she got into playing rugby, what drew her to Quinnipiac, and how she started her own clothing line made of recycled plastics. I'm David Roche. I'm the producer of the show. I'm also director of community programming at Quinnipiac. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch. He's the dean of the School of Communications. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about students at the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Chris Rausch. I am the dean of the School of Communications. Joining us today is McKenna Haas. McKenna is a three plus one student. She is studying public relations and advertising and integrated communications. McKenna is also a star on the Quinnipiac women's rugby team. In addition, if she didn't have enough on her plate, she has also created a clothing line. McKenna, welcome. Thanks for having me. So let's start. I guess I want to know first, how did you get into rugby? I got into rugby um, mostly because my grandpa played and he was also the head boy at the high school that I went to. And his friend was the rugby coach at the time. And I played soccer. That was my main sport. And I thought I'd try rugby out. So I gave it a go my first year of high school and I played all through high school and I loved it. Is rugby for women different than rugby for men at all? It is the exact same. Okay. So it's pretty physical. It is definitely a physical sport. I've had one concussion, fingers crossed no more, and I have broke my nose three times. Wow. (laughs) Okay. So tell me how someone, a student like you from British Columbia, gets to Quinnipiac. What uh, What was that decision? So out of high school, I actually took a gap year and I traveled all over New Zealand and played rugby over there. And I went to Australia as well. So I knew I wanted to go to college, but I was, I really wasn't sure. I deferred from a couple of colleges in Canada. And then I started to reach out to coaches while I was over in New Zealand, actually, because I was interested in going over to the United States. I just wanted to see what kind of options were available. And um, Quinnipiac University came to mind just because they were three-peat champions in the, well, they're an NCAA um, emerging sport. So it definitely already had a name for rugby. The next thing for me was, could they offer what I wanted academically? Um, So I was talking to a couple of other American universities, but I fell in love with Coach Carlson And when I came and visited the campus, it was so beautiful. And I loved the business school and the communication school. So what was your interest in studying public relations and advertising? So my major right now is advertising and integrated communications. For me, my skill set, when I was trying to figure out what what I want to do when I grow up, um, I really enjoy public speaking. Well, I did when I was younger, at least. I don't know. I've gotten a little bit more nervous being in college now and um, going to business competitions, but I still do really enjoy it. And I just, I love being creative. So it was kind of a no brainer for me. For example, with my business, I've created my website and 
my logo design in one of my visual design classes. So I loved that aspect of uh, the communications courses. And for your three, your three plus one, you're going to get your MBA at the business school, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. And I had no idea that was an option until this past year, which is super yeah. cool. And so you are a very entrepreneurial person. Tell us about the clothing line that you have started and how you got the idea for that. The clothing line is called CAV Athletics. Basically, this concept came to me, well, it wasn't exactly my freshman year, but the idea of spinning recycled plastics into something that is functional was kind of spinning around in my head for a while, but it really came to me freshman year in my entrepreneur class second semester. For our final project, we had to pitch a business idea and find a problem and create a solution for that. So for me, that was turning recycled plastic bottles into a sustainable, functionable, quality athletic apparel line. So that is what we have gone and done. So that's kind of where it all melded together, put pen to paper and uh, created a short little video and entered into the state business competition and placed second for um, marketing. And the little video that I created, when I look back at it now, it's kind of funny because we've created a lot of be better videos since. But that uh, gave us some momentum to get a design team to come on board and um, work pro bono for us um, to create some designs. You make it sound very simple, but I know starting a business is not that simple. <laughs> You've got to think about a lot of different things like distribution and how you're sourcing things and who's going to do what. How do you, how do you, did you figure all of that out? It's really insane. And I just can't even put words to how many people have been placed in my lifetime at the right timing to open certain doors that open to another door that open to another door. It's just really miraculous how it all came together. Yeah, this happened within a year. It was this time last year that I was pitching at the business competition, my little video. So it really started with that little video and then it got posted onto my mom's Facebook page and that I got a connection to the Future Oceans fashion show on Vancouver Island um, at the Vancouver Island Marina. So I knew I wanted to get prototypes by then. And I, I love design and I love fashion, but I'm by no means a fashion designer, I tell people, because I'm definitely not a fashion designer. So I knew I needed to reach out to a professional design team. Being in Connecticut, we're very close to New York and we're very close to Boston. So I started emailing from my school email, reaching out to some designers that I Google searched, essentially. And I wasn't super successful at first. Um, I actually went home for summer and I didn't realize it, but the whole time, my boyfriend that actually goes to Quinnipiac also, his parents are really connected in the fashion industry and were able to connect me with GoTech Studio, a New York design team. And they have been so helpful. I actually flew back, I think it was two weeks after I got home from summer, back to New York. And I pitched the idea in front of their entire design team in the middle of New York City. I never thought... A Vancouver Island girl would be doing this, but it was so cool. And um, they really liked the idea. They liked that we remove waste from the ocean with every purchase also. So they were definitely on board. I 
had a couple of ideas. Like I knew what I wanted, but I once again couldn't draw it down. So they were able to help me craft it and make beautiful drawings of what I wanted for our first coastal collection. And um, they actually were able to open the door to a manufacturer for us as well. And with regards to fulfillment process, right now, another um, one of my friends that goes to Quinnipiac, Sarah Walsh, um, she does all my fulfillments for me right now. So how, how much are you selling of the clothing line uh, right now? We are doing really well. And are people buying this mainly online? Yes. Yeah, so right now we're mainly online. I have a team of 55 ambassadors right now, so they make commission on sales. I also have been reaching out to retailers. That's a little bit difficult right now. We were supposed to be part of the New York Boston, or sorry, not New York, the Boston Marathon Expo. I think it was two weeks ago now, but that's been pushed to September. So we've kind of had to really focus all our energy onto our online store, but we have orders all across Canada, all across the United States, Germany, New York, or sorry, oh my gosh, why do I keep saying New York? New Zealand, Australia. I had an order to France this morning. That was pretty cool. So we are still getting orders right now. I think a lot of people are wanting to stay fit while they're at home and support a new student's business. So we've been really lucky. I mean, this sounds unbelievable. I, I cannot even imagine doing what you have done when I was your age. I, I, would, I wasn't even thinking about a business <laughs> when I was in college. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I wasn't really thinking I was going to be starting this in college either, but all the puzzle pieces kind of just fell into my hands and were perfectly placed. And I feel like it's very meant to be. So how do you balance between doing your coursework and staying in shape for rugby and running your business all at the same time? Balance has been something I have been doing since middle school. I have been on a lot of sports teams, bless my parents for driving me all over the place and having to handle my heavy homework schedules going to preparatory school. So it's something I've always had. I've always had a neat calendar and schedule where I organize my day-to-day. -day. I have, actually, I have my list right here of things that I cross off and make sure I get done in my day's time. It's important during quarantine especially. I feel like I'm honestly more balanced and organized when I'm at school versus being home right now. There's a lot of extra little um, distractions. It's hard to be motivated not being out and about and going to classes. But yeah, yeah I just I think it's something that I've always done and I couldn't imagine not balancing a whole bunch of things. I don't think I'd be happy. Where do you see your business in, in five years or 10 years? I mean, would you like to open actual physical stores or are you going to be happy with just doing online or, or how do you see the growth? For me, I would love to wholesale to some bigger retailers. Nordstrom is one of the retailers that I have in mind. So if I was able to knock on their door and place CV Athletics there, that would be fantastic. Really, this is created as a vehicle to remove plastic from the ocean. We're removing the plastic with every single purchase. So for me, I would just love to be able to travel the world and still be involved with my business up until that five-year, 10-year. And then we'll see where we're at 10 years from now. But um, yeah, I would, 
absolutely love after university, after Quinnipiac, traveling the world, doing ocean cleanups and selling C of E. Yeah, once again, the goal is to place our products into retail stores as well as develop our online store more, gain a bigger following on social and get some more influencers and ambassadors involved and um, yeah, just be competitive. We're only a little fish right now in the market. The athleisure market is huge. So just uh, kind of getting our footing. Are some of your ambassadors Quinnipiac students? I have two ambassadors that are Quinnipiac students right now. Okay, cool. So I'm curious about the, the designs of the athletic wear. Since you are big into athletics, was there something in athletic wear for females that you felt like was not being fulfilled or was not being addressed uh, in something that you wanted to do with your clothing line? Or is it more focused on just trying to... Uh, be more socially and environmentally responsible? I think I just wanted to create something that was comfortable and also sustainable. I'm constantly wearing leggings. The sports bra top is designed to be a bit lower so that females are more comfortable wearing a high-waisted legging and the sports bra top that comes down lower. And then the flow tank tops, just a super comfortable design. If you ask anybody that has our product, um, the first comment typically is, wow, this is so soft. So it kind of, we're just wanting to be that very comfortable athleisure product that females can wear. And also males, we are designing joggers right now for males, as well as um, shirts that we're hoping to launch in September. We will see where things are at with the whole market and COVID right now, but hopefully how did you figure out that plastic from the ocean could be recycled and, and turned into clothing? I knew of a couple of companies. So Fair Harbor was actually a college startup, I think. I don't know where they are, so don't quote me on this, but I think it was in California, but I have no idea. Um, they made board shorts with recycled plastic bottles, as well as Norton Point, it's a sunglass company. So I knew, I knew of it. I knew of other companies doing it or starting to try and evolve it. But I knew that um, there wasn't a lot of competition within the athleisure industry. So that's kind of where I wanted to dive into essentially. Okay. So tell me a little bit about taking classes so far away from campus. How has that gone for you? So far, so good. Um, I, I feel like some of the classes have been fairly easy to just kind of fit in virtually. Uh, some, not so much, but we're getting through them. I'm excited to finally get through finals week and then start my summer courses. Um, it's definitely, I prefer to have relationships in person and I don't really like virtual connections with people, to be honest. Um, but we're getting through it. Everybody's dealing with it and it's only a minor setback right now. Yeah, I'm kind of like you. I, I really miss being on campus and seeing people every day. All right, McKenna, I think that's it. Is there anything that uh, I should have asked you or that you wanted to talk about that I didn't ask? Um, don't think so. Do you have any other little questions that I might not have said that you're, nope. I can't think of anything. I appreciate your time. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you. 
That was Chris Roush interviewing McKenna Haas, a 3 plus 1 student from British Columbia who's studying advertising and integrated communications. Uncommon Grounds is a podcast hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by me, David DeRoche, and I also did the music. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can subscribe to all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other apps. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at QUPodcasts. Do you have a story you want to share, something you want us to talk about, or comments on any of the shows that we've made? You can find us on social media or you can shoot us an email. That address is QUPodcasts at QU.edu. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Brooke Riley, a journalism major who was the news director at Q30 Television this past year. Until then, stay inside, wash your hands, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.